Hey, folks, it's a special Thanksgiving edition of the RU Review. I'm your host, Steve Titchener. My guest today is a fellow Rucker season ticket holder, Bob Permati. And Bob, we've been doing this for what, like six, six, seven years, right? Oh, ever since uh, Rutgers joined the Big Ten. Yeah. So I believe 2014 was our, our first year of holding those tickets and uh, watching the games. Yeah, and it's only fitting. Bob is a Penn State grab but loves Big Ten football and knows his football as well. Uh, so let's go back to Saturday, Bob. And, you know, maybe you sweated it out for the first quarter. You you said that Penn State never really plays well. Uh in Piscataway, I'd well, say it, it, they, not not in SHI Stadium or its previous iterations, whatever the names were. Um, if you look back at the scores, especially at that 2014 game, I mean, let's face reality: without five interceptions by Rutgers quarterback, Penn State loses that game. Yes, Gary Nova had a rough night, Here. and uh, yeah, they couldn't even pull it out on that night, but. Um, it, it looked good for Rutgers, like I said, in the first quarter, and then it caved in quickly. Um, Nick, well, Nick Singleton had that big run back, uh, kickoff return, and uh, and then the interception by uh, Wimsat. It just uh, it just caved in quickly from there. Well, turnovers and special teams mistakes will do that um, to any team, not, not just to Rutgers. Um, uh, turnovers especially uh, as my my Nittany Lions found out playing Ohio State a few weeks ago when we turned it over three times in the fourth quarter and that led to the loss um, Rutgers I, I saw a lot of positive things um, especially defensively in that, in that first quarter when the defense was fresh um, they were aggressive shooting gaps um, their coverage was good and they pretty much stifled the Penn State offense. I mean, that 14 to 10 lead by Penn State, that was a defensive touchdown and a, well, it was a, it was a kickoff return touchdown and a defensive yeah. touchdown when um, normally reliable Langan fumbled. Yeah, yeah, and you know it it was actually surprising because you know receivers were open early and you know Gavin Wimsat. Missed a couple of them. Uh, didn't have a great game. He looked better, I thought, with against Michigan State. Um, but they were moving the ball a little bit. And it looked like, hey, we might ha- have ourselves a game here. And then as soon as the mistake started, uh, that was that. I mean, what's your take on Gavin Wimsat? You've seen him a few times now, Bob. Um, you know, he's, he's an athlete. Ability. Yeah, I do. I think he has a lot of ability. I think he's got to get... Uh, get his mechanics straightened out a little bit, which is basically just reps and coaching. And he's going to have an entire spring camp and, and summer practice to do that. And um, it was a tough day to throw, cold, windy. Uh, Penn State's quarterback didn't exactly uh, light it up either. Um, and uh, he just uh, he was under some pressure. Uh, Penn State had four sacks. Uh, all by linebackers, by the way, which is a little unusual. Uh, the defensive line um, essentially took up blockers, and the linebackers, and we have very fast linebackers, yeah. uh, shot gaps and got the sacks. But uh, I think I think Rutgers has found their quarterback for the next couple of years. Yeah, I mean, is certainly an athlete. 
Um, he can run. He's got a nice arm. Um, he's got to have to uh, figure out um, the accuracy is an issue at this I, point. I, but that could be a dr- adrenaline, right, Bob? I mean, just because, you know, he's just learning the system. And, you know, when you when you right. have an arm like that, you're going to have a tend- tendency to th- overthrow, which he does. Um, well, when he settles down, gets more comfortable in the offense, gets another offseason of coaching. And I think also this is a, a little under a discussed aspect of Rutgers' offense. The running back that got hurt, that had such a great game Samuel Brown, Indiana. Sam Brown, right. He's a big fella. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, Manungai is a good runner, but he got blown up a couple times trying to pick up a linebacker on a blitz. Yeah, yeah. And... Wimstead was running for his life on some of those throws, even when he didn't get sacked. Yeah, I think losing Brown not only cost you a 25-carry-a-game workhorse of a back that moves the chains, gets first downs, keeps your defense off the field so maybe they're not completely gassed in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, I, losing him really hurt Rutgers. I, I, uh, I, I agree with you there. And, you know, like... You know, they, Rashad Rochelle got a bunch of uh, carries. Well, eight carries anyway. He was the leading rusher on Saturday. Not a big guy. Um, you know, speed and 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 uh, uh, Al Shadi Salam more the same uh, slasher type backs, and not guys yeah. that are going to knock you over. And with how you know Penn State's got not only are they fast, and you 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 did uh, mention that on Saturday that you know Rutgers was struggling with their speed, especially in the second half because they just close fast. But they're big, man. I mean that, and and so the defense, Penn State's defense, did struggle a little bit at the beginning. You know, there's the, again, there was receivers open, and you know, again, they had a 14-10 lead there for uh, a hot second, and um, and then it, um, it, it, the disappointing thing for me is it ended up being a blowout. Come on, it ended up being a, just a total blowout in the second half, and it seemed like it was it was a it was a game that would go well into the second half. And perhaps, um, and perhaps uh, Rutgers could hang on. But you know, very similar to the Michigan game, you know, where they, you know, they really, they really came out and played well at the beginning of the game, and then just, it just caved in on them. And um, you know, I mean, you can make the argument, hey, if you can play good for one quarter, why can't you play good for four? I mean, I, I, I understand it catches up to you, and maybe, uh, and, okay, if they're not as good and the athletes are just better, okay, whatever. But they certainly started both those games against powerhouses, and Michigan and Penn State are powerhouses, man. I, for whatever reason, Ohio State, they just the game's over before it starts. They just can't do anything against them. But at least in these these two games, you know, they were they they showed up at the beginning in, in the first quarter, and 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 show hey this could be a game but then it it just got ugly quick and it's a little disappointing i can imagine you know just as a as a football fan you want to see a good game mm-hmm. uh, especially in that weather <laughs> yeah it was cold it, it was, was cold. When, when the sun went um, down man it was you were we were feeling it there's no doubt yep but uh it was a combination of things for Rutgers uh in the in the Penn State game uh it was the special teams' mistakes, two big ones, letting the kickoff return for a touchdown. Yeah. But also that offsides penalty. Yeah. Uh, that was a, a 
situation where the uh, the Penn State punter either dropped the snap or or the snap bounced off of him. A little difficult to tell and, in the scrum, but um, and, the and guy Max was Melton. offside and the refs called it. Max and Melton got huge. a little, you know, he's, he's blocking some punts and he's just got a little yeah. aggressive there. And that was just an absolute killer. You're right. And uh, yeah. and that was a situation where they could have gone, they could extend it their lead, and instead. Yeah. Um, it was because our offense up to that point, our offense had done nothing. Right, right. nothing. And you know, but Sean Clifford um, didn't hurt anybody. I know um, he hasn't gotten you guys over the hump against you know Michigan and Ohio State, and so that's well, not that's two and two. His career, he was two and two against Michigan. Yeah. Um, which I'll I'll deal with two and two. Um, Couldn't beat Ohio State though, huh? No, zero oh and four against Ohio State, and, and not just. And not just 0 and 4, 0 and 4 by by making horrendous mistakes and fumbling and throwing pick sixes and yeah. So yeah, I, I'm not. Uh, perhaps I'm not the best person to discuss the attributes of Mr. Clifford. He, well, um, you guys are used to look. You, you you've won national championships and you've you know uh, Happy Valley is a place where you expect top-end football. And I and you've said it many times. I mean, you know, being second fiddle to Ohio State and Michigan, just not – you just you guys aren't satisfied with that. Because you have nine wins here, Bob. And nine yes, wins, very yeah. likely ten. Uh, you got Michigan State coming up at Beaver Stadium. Come on, you're going to yeah. beat them. So you got ten, a ten-win season. And you know, Rutgers can you – know, you know, God, getting six, seven wins and going to a – Ball would just be an absolute thrill. Now we look, they're on two different uh, spectrums, and we know that. But well, still, uh, it was pretty um, a pretty damn good season for you. Regardless, you took you you know just couldn't beat Ohio State or Michigan. That's what it comes down to. So that's that's a bummer for you guys um, yeah. because you've you know bowl bowl is a foregone conclusion for you guys uh, for Rutgers. You know it's going to be another disappointing year where uh they're just gonna they're gonna be home i mean they got they got lucky last year with the whole COVID situation able to get into a bowl that's not gonna happen this year uh, uh and no i don't think it's mathematically possible no and then you got year. maryland coming up at bird stadium maryland took ohio state gave them all they could handle at bird stadium so they did yeah uh i don't know if they can string to perform, Maryland has been a very Jekyll and Hyde team mm-hmm. under Lockley. Yeah, and they look like world beaters. And the very next week, you know, somebody smacks them around. Um, I think maybe they gave their best effort against Ohio State, and and Rutgers might be catching them at a good time. Yeah, I mean, true. They could have, uh, you know. They could be uh, they could be gassed and uh, you know and we we see this all the time you know uh, after an emotional game like that and they were that close. Yeah. Uh, They're still college kids. Yeah. And and you know to keep them on an even keel, uh, they're not professionals yet. You know, uh, so they they could be down. And and one thing for Rutgers and their program, and I, I try to stress this when I talk to people about Rutgers football. You know, football is 85 scholarships plus 20 walk-ons. That is a lot of players, and it's a lot of moving pieces. And wins are a lagging indicator of program improvement. 
Mm-hmm. First, you get talented enough to win. Then you start winning. Right. And I think a lot of fans are saying, you know, I thought Shiano was going to improve the program. Where are the wins? <laughs> well, did- I-, I think he has improved the program. I mean, you have much better players that play a better game despite some of the mistakes and penalties uh, than you did under the, the previous coach. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I, I think since wins are the lagging indicator, I think wins will come. I think six wins in a bowl game for Rutgers is, a, is not an unreasonable goal next year at all. Yeah, um, it's certainly what, uh, what we're working for because, um, you know, Chiano's has, has a good bowl record, and he, he got Rutgers two bowls. Uh, that's what he did back in the Big East, back in the, his first tenure. Uh, right. on the banks. So, yeah, I mean, and that's that's where Rutgers is. It's at the point where, you know, forget about, you know, uh, trying to win a Big Ten championship. Forget about a national championship right now. How about just getting that next level where you can get into a bowl and then, you know, when Shiano showed that when he makes a bowl, um, Rutgers and has time to prepare that Rutgers does, uh, does quite well. So that's... Uh, that's the next step. Um, you know, I, I predicted four or five wins. You know, I, 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 I threw five wins out there. So for them to well, they, be. They backloaded Rutgers' schedule. Yeah. They're, they're backloaded. Their schedule the last four weeks of the season. And that's been, yeah, and that's been every year since they've been in the Big Ten. You know, but they always end up with Maryland at the end of the year. I mean, if, if you want it, really, I mean, it's it's Maryland is is ahead of the curve with Rutgers in, in, in football in the Big Ten. They came in the same year, and look, they're they're going to go to another bowl. Um, got a good quarterback, Tagovailoa. Was is you know his brothers in the NFL. He's a he's a junior now. He's got some experience, and um, you know. You know, 16 TDs, six interceptions. He's, you know, he he's uh, he throws for a lot of yards. Um, so they have a couple of really good receivers, NFL yeah. prospects. I think Raheem Jarrett's one of them. Yeah, uh, yeah, they've, they've, got, they've some, got some, and they've got some speed. And uh, and Loxley's been, been recruiting pretty well there. I mean, their recruiting classes have been up there, man. So uh, not that's a yeah that's a fertile recruiting ground for a lot of programs the uh northern virginia mm-hmm. uh maryland and dc area yeah a lot so, of big programs reach into there yeah so uh rockers 14 uh point uh underdog in this sounds about right two touchdowns and um you know they've been underdogs like in the well the whole second half of the season um because it has been it's been tough um and you know, even like last week, you know, what a, a 19, 20 point underdogs to to Penn State, and they didn't even come close to covering there. I, I think I agree with you there. The emotional toll uh, Maryland, uh, Ohio State may have taken on Maryland. Maybe, maybe Rutgers hangs around in this one. It's just really difficult, Bob, to to to, to say that. You know, I think they're going to win this game. I mean, it's it's um. It's when you're dealing with Rutgers, you're saying, is it is it is it a possibility? Because everybody's saying last week, there's no way they're beating Penn State. I mean, it was just kind of um, that's how the discussion goes. And and um, 
you know, you, you look at Maryland and you go, okay, th- there's a possibility here. But they've been closer in, pre- you know, previous seasons. You know, they beat them two, two years ago. It wasn't even close last year at SHI. But the last time they went to Bird Stadium, they did beat them. Um, so it's, uh, it's certainly not out of the question. But really, at this point, I mean, without, you know, with, you know, uh, so what, okay, bragging rights, hey, you beat Maryland, okay, yeah, that's great, but, um, you know, with no ball in sight, um, unlike last year, where where clearly they would have been ball eligible if they beat Maryland, and uh, had a really, had a bad game, uh, no reason to believe that now down in Maryland, they're, they're, um, uh, they're going to win this game, but I think they can cover th- this time around. I think they'll keep this closer. Uh, what What are your thoughts, Bob? I would agree that um, it'll be a closer game than I think some Rutgers fans are anticipating. Um, there's a couple games this year I think a more mature uh, Rutgers team. And Rutgers is young. You know, uh, Siano's playing a lot of his recruits, and really he's only had two recruiting classes right? that are there. Yeah. Um, I think the Nebraska game this year was a killer. I think, I think Rutgers, that same type of game next year, Rutgers wins. Mm-hmm. And I think the Michigan State game, where Rutgers uh, could very well have won, but I believe they had something like 14 penalties. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a sloppy game. I mean that was one thing where you got to you got to turn know, the, you got to turn Shiano on that and go man what gives right you know so if if Rutgers I mean this is they've all played a season now okay Rutgers as players now have basically a season under their belt because it's the last game of the year um, if they clean that kind of stuff up the penalties the turnovers I don't see any reason why that not only can't they keep it underneath whatever what two touchdown spread they can go in the fourth quarter with a chance to win it but they're not as talented as Maryland yet they're getting there mm-hmm. so when you're the le- the less talented team you can't have uh, silly penalties you can't yeah. have three four turnovers in a game you just can't do it yeah and expect to win yeah so that's why I say there's Getting good enough to win, and then you have to learn to win and play right. up to your abilities when it matters. Yeah. And a breakout game from Gavin Wimsat. I mean, that could happen. I mean, he's got nothing to lose here. Just go out and play. And if Whether things be, gel and come together, be you know, um, yeah. it's uh, got the ability. He sure does. So, uh, he does. Oh, I mean, he, listen, you, you look at him, you go, this, is, this guy has the potential to be a really exciting player. Uh, I'm not getting the seven for minus 13, and this has been happening ever since he's starting. So they're not designing any runs for him. I guess they want to keep him healthy. Well, but that and in college, yeah, in the pros, sacks the negative yardage for sacks is taken as a separate category. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For some reason, in college, negative sacks are I mean, negative yards on sacks are yeah. counted as rushing attempts for the quarterback, which yeah. really doesn't make a whole lot of. No, I hate that. I hate the. I hate that stat. I hate the way they they uh, calculate that. But uh, right. But anyway, I mean, he kids. He would think, man, this guy can run. I mean, he's you know, you get him in space, man, and he is going to get gobble up some yards. Uh, but they really haven't used that yet. Um, well, they're yeah. they're thin at the position. 
Yeah, yeah right. Okay. Right. Vedral had a hand injury that made it very tough for him. Mm-hmm. And Simon, uh, as I recall, the one game he came in, he just threw more to the other team than he did. To yeah, yeah, he struggled. He, he, he struggled a bit. Did have a touchdown pass against uh, Ohio State. Did have some moments. Right, um, and he's so got some. That might be one reason why they're yeah. trying to they're 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 trying to keep Wimsat from running a lot is because if he gets hurt, well, what are you going to do exactly? Right, yeah. and so I mean, uh, it, it limits you. See, this is the thing. It, it's 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 a limiter. So I mean, that's a part of depth, and that's a part right. of recruiting. And now the transfer portal. Um, I would think a quarterback that's that's not afraid of some competition. That's a very good quarterback. That's second or third string on a bigger program, I, I could see Rutgers getting someone like that to come in and either give Wimstad a run for his money to start or to be a, a yeah, I don't you know, know if, uh, very viable backup. Well, with the portal the way it is, this nil thing going on, it's going to be an interesting offseason, isn't it going to be? It's going to be more more players in the portal than ever. That's what I'm hearing anyway. Uh, read That's an article. That's what they're saying. Yeah. That's and, what they're saying. And, but you know what? Yeah. I, I, I think, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm old-fashioned. Uh, I still think recruiting is the lifeblood of a, of a program. No, no uh, question. I, I mean, you can't, yeah. I, but, you know, there is a way to improve your uh, your sure. team just on transfers alone. Look what Mel Tucker did last year and as opposed to this year. And getting guys like Kenneth Walker III, who's running crazy for Seattle, right? the Seahawks right now. And you right. Know, he got right. him. And, you know, got some help on the line, got help on defense and offense. And so, you know, you can you can build up and get your team stronger. And it looks like some some programs are going to have to do that. Rutgers is, is certainly going to try. I just don't know if they want to challenge Wimsat that much and bringing in another, uh, bringing in a big uh, transfer. Um, you know, would want him walking after, uh, after putting all this work in. Uh, and seeing the promise that yeah, he's got, so that, that's um, the flip side of the yeah, coin. Yeah, that's the reality of it. So we'll have yeah. to see. But uh, Rutgers down at uh, Bird Stadium this uh, this Saturday uh, to wrap up uh, the season. Um, Penn State's going. Uh, they're home playing Michigan State. They're going to be well on their way to uh, ten wins and probably a, a New Year's uh, bowl, right? It's possible. It's yeah. possible. There's a couple of teams ahead of them in that um, playoff pool that, that right. would probably need to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, LSU has two losses and they're ahead of them. Tennessee now has two losses and they're one spot ahead. And Oregon has two losses and they're ahead also. So, I mean, it, I guess it all depends on if, um, if that whatever algorithm they use knocks some teams down for losing in their conference championship game where Penn State unfortunately will be sitting home and the winner of uh, the noon game on Saturday Michigan Ohio State will be going to the conference championship and now of course we have um, yeah Michigan Ohio State this Saturday there's a big game for you huh and um, well, that's going to be yeah. a very watched game. Yes, <laughs> it's going to get a great. Surprise! The a spread was a little higher than I thought, Bob. I mean, you got uh, Ohio State favored by seven and a half. I know it's at the shoe and all that, but I thought it would be a little closer than that. I thought it'd be close to to a field goal. 
I, yeah, I, I figured was Ohio like State. Four and a half yeah. Myself, but then Quorum got injured. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they, you know, maybe they're thinking he's not going to be 100%. I'm sure he'll be playing. I'm sure they'll do whatever they got to do to get that guy in the game. How, you know, how yeah. well he'll play based on, uh, right. on the injury. That's the unknown. And maybe that might have something to do with the spread. But I would agree with you. Um, the spread's high, although I just read this. I think yesterday, Michigan has only beaten Ohio State at the shoe once in the last 20 years. Oh, well, look, I mean, who wins at the shoe? I mean, come on, who goes in there and beats Ohio State? It's crazy. So, uh, yeah, I'd love to be able to tell you Penn State does, but yeah. we don't. No, that's that's it's just what they got going there in Columbus. So, uh, that'll be a great game, though, too. We'll certainly keep an eye on that. Uh, yeah. and, uh, and, uh, I was actually Iowa, tossing around going down to Maryland, but, uh, you know, that, you know, if they, and I got, I got to tell you, if they were, if there was a possibility of a bowl, I might have taken their eye down, got friends down there and stuff and just, you know, and, uh, gone to, gone to the game, but now nah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and just, uh, watch, watch it, but, and flip through and, uh, certainly, uh, watch other, uh, college football action too just uh yeah i mean listen it's not a surprise four or five wins right but uh, uh a little disappointing you want to you want to see a, you want to see a ball um and then a, a little more competitive this past saturday would have been nice but um i agree with you the trajectories there um they are better i agree with that and uh I'll just wait till next year and uh we'll get season tickets again huh bob Absolutely. Because, uh, you know, it's Big Ten football. And one thing Shiano can can um, hang his hat on to recruits, he does have a nice record of putting players in the NFL. He does. You know, and good that example. is a recruiting tool. Sure I is. Mean, that is what these kids want to hear. You see hey. those McCourty twins, you know, and Devin's yeah. still playing. Still playing for you know? the Patriots, and and you know, to see here, but Isaiah Pacheco saying, "Hey, man, was, you know, Shiano got me focused and got me uh, my uh, showed me how to prepare." There and, you go. Uh, and he's, uh, I you know, think uh, I'm sure when he gets into a family's living room of a kid he's recruiting, that that is something he uses, yeah. and he should. Oh, absolutely. And uh, so, if you so, yeah, if you have the ability, you're oh, going to get on the field, and then you're going to get a shot. So. And uh, yeah. you, you can go, you can get buried on, on another, uh, uh, you know, major program. You can get buried on their bench. You get buried on uh, Alabama's bench, Georgia's bench, Michigan's bench, Ohio State, even Penn State. You get buried. Um, yeah. So that, that mean, is that, one. That is one tool. Of those names you just mentioned: Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia. Their their second string is scary good. Right. I mean, right. they have guys probably third on their depth chart that 50 programs would love no to question have no question <laughs> yeah yeah but you know you so. can you, you can get lost in that shuffle that's for sure oh, so it's yeah. definitely a recruiting tool no doubt well bob thanks for joining um oh, you know my pleasure steve we'll Thank do you. uh we'll do the uh we'll do the season tickets next year uh again and um Absolutely. Uh, so, folks, this is our uh, Thanksgiving, a special Thanksgiving edition of the RU Review. Uh, check us out on moresportsnow.com. 
and then you can get the uh, get the podcast on SoundCloud, on uh, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Google uh, Podcast, a couple other directories that we're on. Uh, and then, of course, check out the site, again, moresportsnow.com. And we'll catch you all next week. Bye-bye.